0: Good morning. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 12.80 the zone. Well, the Clippers do it. They beat the Utah Jazz. Again, the series is now tied 2-2. The home team has won every game in this series. After the visiting team won every game in the last series with the Clippers until the Clippers won at home in Game 7. So, Jazz come back for Game 5 Wednesday night, and they've got to find a way to turn things around. No such luck. In the first quarter of this game, Clippers just came in, and after a Bogdanovich dunk, they reeled off 10 in a row. Three of these four games have started 10-2. Kind of weird. Jazz called a timeout, and it didn't matter at all. It was uh, 30-13 after one quarter, and the Jazz were chasing the rest of the night and never got it down into single digits the rest of the way. Great win for the Clippers. It is 2-2, and they are waking up the echoes of that comeback they had in the last round when they lost the first two games at home and won 4-5 and beat Dallas. And You know they're thinking they're going to do it again to the Jazz. So, huge game for the Jazz to get back home, as you're going to hear in the postgame comments. Both Donovan Mitchell and Young Bogdanovic, they both referenced the fact home court advantage. It paid off in the regular season. They had a great regular season home record. Uh, they lost that first playoff game at home when Donovan didn't play and fouled out, and they haven't lost a home since. So they're counting on that and counting on, you know, did they figure some things out late in the game? They think they did. I think it's also reasonable to say that the Clippers just lost their edge because they had a big lead. I mean, their lead ballooned as high as 29 points. So I think that was that was a factor as well. Um, you know, if you're looking for trends, when Kawhi Leonard and uh, Paul George scored in the 20s, as they did in games one and two, the Jazz win. When they score in the thirties and they give give the Clippers that extra offensive boost, the Clippers win. Now, back-to-back games with two teammates in their thirties have been done about five times, all by teams that won the championship. It isn't done very often; it's very rare. And the Clippers have done it. Now, can they do it three games in a row, or can they find another way to win? Marcus Morris, man, five of six from three, he got it going. He had to. He's too good a three-point shooter. He's second in the league in the regular season. And he was one of 16 from three through three games in this series. So he got it rolling in the fourth game. So they had a third scorer, and, uh, and away they go. You're going to hear plenty of other things discussed. Quinn Snyder was really upset with the uh, second-chance points. It was a 16-1 to Clippers at the end of three quarters. Um, and so he talked about that. That was a big factor. Um, there were some key turnovers that hurt early in the game. That got the uh, got the Clippers rolling. Got them out on the break. And uh, and then there was just the Jazz just looking dazed and confused. I don't know how else to put it. They they just looked passive. Uh, you heard Donovan say well, the Clippers were the aggressor. Donovan also seemed pretty pissed off. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he came out like he did in Game 2, where he usually waits and then tries to have the big second half. But I think uh, I think you might see Donovan really try to take over the game right from the get-go in Game 5 uh, Wednesday night. Uh, there's some other notable post-game quotes you'll hear coming up uh, from the Clippers. Uh, Morris was asked if his twin brother, um, Marcus, was asked if Barkev was going to be there. He said, I don't know if too many people want to go to Utah. So I know Dennis and PK are... Uh, recruiting people and you know everybody doesn't have to want to come you just have to want to get you have to be able to get the one guy you really want right that's what free agency is all about or even if it's not truly free agency you know maybe it's a, a trade that's lined up <clears throat> with a few winks and nods and all that kind of stuff uh, sign and trade would be just fine um, and that that's on the on the heels of that Washington Post article that Utah is a cool place to be but then uh, everybody rejected that in the comments so beauty's in the eye of the beholder once again. But all that's for another day. The key story now is the Jazz are 2-2. Now, it you know probably didn't feel good to be 2-2, and you wish you weren't 2-2, but how does Brooklyn feel and how does Philadelphia feel? I mean, the Sun's got their sweep, but the other three series are all 2-2. So... Are you going to do it the hard way? Well, you're either going to do it the hard way or you're not going to do it at all, right? Somebody's going to do it the hard way. I mean, if the Clippers do it, losing the first two games, it's doing it the hard way. So it's going to have to be tough. You're going to have to grind through adversity. It would be great if you could just sail through it 4-0 the way the Clippers did. But, you know, the Clippers had – or, the, excuse me, the way the Suns did. The Suns had their own adversity in round one. And the Suns have caught some breaks with, you know, short-handed Laker team because uh, AD got hurt. And then a shorthanded Nugget team, just, you know, well, we knew they were going to be shorthanded in the playoffs once Jamal Murray tore his ACL. So the Suns seem to get the smoother path. Everybody else is 2-2, and they just have to grind and get it done. We're going to have a long series. Don't know what else to tell you. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do right now. We're going to uh, take a break of oh, the other game uh, last night. Philly um, had a big lead on Atlanta, 18 points late and a half, and Atlanta came back and closed the game on what was like a 9-2 to run uh, to win the game. And survive a missed three by, uh, by Curry at the buzzer. So that series now 2 2 as Atlanta wins game four at home. And they go back to Philly for game five on Wednesday. That'll be at 5 30. And the Jazz game five will follow at eight o'clock. Just a huge game. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll hear from the Clippers in their post game comments. And then from the Jazz in their post game comments. Stay with us.
1: Fires an off balance three. Hit it! He hit it! He hit it! He hit it! We ready for war. Never back down. Joe Ingle! We came for the title, killing the game, get on the rival. The series is all tied up at two. Oh, God, Our Utah Jazz are back at home to host the Clippers in game five. Tomorrow, the Jazz Live pregame show kicks off at seven with tip off at eight on your home for Utah Jazz basketball. Rise, fire back 10. splash. 97-5-1280 the zone and the Zone Sports Network.
0: Good morning, it's DJ and PK It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone, time to hear from the Clippers They win games 3 and 4 at home They've tied the series up 2-2 They put a 10-0 run on the Jazz And led 10-2 early in the game And never looked back uh, Jazz were only within single digits uh, For like 4 minutes in this game um, By the middle of the first quarter It was a double digit lead and the Clippers Never let the Jazz back in it Here's their head coach, Tyron Lue Hey coach, congratulations on the win uh, what did you see from Marcus Morris that may be a little bit different
2: in this series uh, that you saw tonight in him, especially in that first half?
3: His brother was here. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take him to Utah with us, too. But, no, I just think, you know, just taking the shots, taking him with confidence. You know, we know he can make. We got a lot of confidence in him. And I uh, just step up and taking shots. And tonight, when he him, you know going 5-5 five five in the first half, um, you know, that was just great. That got us off to a good start.
4: Thanks, Nick, over the Law. What's going on, Ty? Uh, You mentioned on Sunday that you wanted to start these halves better. Uh, That first quarter, that was the best first quarter that you played in the series by far. What do you think was the key to that?
3: I thought it was our defense, you know, really setting the tone, you know, defensively, only giving up 13 points in that first quarter. We was able to get out of the transition. But I thought our physicality, our attention to detail, I was pretty good tonight. You know, of course we made some mistakes. That's going to happen, you know, when you're playing a game of basketball. But overall, I thought we were really locked in. And, um, you know, we really took advantage of what we made in the first. to know, get out of the tonight. transition. I didn't
4: um, finish, finish this game, or at least he was on the bench, but – had to come in to close this out. Uh, just wanted to check, make sure everything's good with Hawaii and and your decision on uh, letting everybody else finish the job tonight.
3: Yeah, I think so. We'll know more for the game, but yeah, I think everybody's pretty good. Got over to Justin Russo.
5: Hey, Coach! Uh, congrats on the win. Paul George has been very aggressive at driving to the rim, especially when Derek Favors has been in the game. Has that been the added emphasis for guys like him when Favors is in the game? Yeah, we've been talking about
3: this since game two, you know, just how we want to attack and what we want to attack. And uh, like I said, PG did a great job of just, you know, getting to the basket, getting to the free throw line ten times. And uh, we know the formula, how we want to play, you know. And um, um, like I said, just attacking this team the way we want to. But it's going to start with our defense. And I thought tonight, you know, we really played some great defense. Donovan made some tough, crazy shots, you know, like he's capable of doing. But, you know, just paying attention to detail, I thought it was great. They made some desperation threes, you know, to kind of get them back in the game a little bit. But overall, you know, I just loved where we was at. I love our physicality. I love the way we battled.
5: Thanks, y'all. So we'll Go over to Pappy.
1: What's up, Coach? Um, historically, you've shown to be a master at uh, making adjustments from um, game to game in the, uh, in the uh, playoffs. I guess, can you give us some insight about what goes into that uh, process and um, what allows you to be so fluid with that?
3: Well, I think just – you know, um, understanding what a team is trying to do. I think how they're trying to attack you on the defensive end. Um, you know, what they're looking for and how they're trying to attack you. That's one. And then on the other side of the basketball, us offensively, um, just seeing what the defense is trying to take away. And uh, once you can kind of get a feel and see what they're doing, then you can try to take advantage and capitalize on that. And uh, like I said, you know, I give my coaching staff a lot of credit. They've done a great job. Um, our players have done a great job of adjusting. You know, um, we started uh, small from game one, started big game two and then starting small again. Game games three and four but um, our team being able to adjust on the fly is doing a way better job than we did in the first series against dallas um so you know just not only me i give my coaches to have a lot of credit you know i kind of dive into it here first and just try to look at ways we can exploit teams and uh, what we can try to take away and then you know those guys kind of piggyback and we just kind of talk it out and just trying to see what we want to do and um you know that's kind of how we operate so not just me. My coaches, they have a lot of great suggestions, and then we just try to, you know, uh, put it together and try to execute it. Like I said, the last two games, our team has been doing a good job of it.
0: Let's take a couple more. We're going to Ramona.
3: Hey
4: Ty. Hey, you know that that dunk that Kawhi had, and then the block um, afterwards. That feel is that the the most the healthiest and the best he's looked like in terms of athleticism and explosiveness that you've seen in a while.
3: No, I mean, he's been feeling good, you know, um, all season long. Um, you know, but just attacking the basket, you know, they put a center on him. Um a couple times in the middle of the zone, and I kind of like just, you know, told him to attack, told him to be aggressive. He got kind of mad. And then the next play, he came out and the lane and the ball over favor. So um, just having, a, you know, an attack mentality, that's what we got to do. Um, can't let this team off the hook. We got to make these guys defend us. Uh, we know how we want to play and what we want to do. So, yeah, we got up. We got a, you know, 29-point lead. I thought we got a little comfortable. Um, took some quick jump shots, some tough shots. Instead, just keep executing and keep grinding and keep making them defend us. And uh, we'll learn from that. Thanks, exactly. Romoto. Thanks, your we go Dom.
6: Hey, Ty, I know the circumstances are a little different because last time you were coming back home versus going on the road tied 2-all, but is there anything you carry with you as a lesson learned from the last time you all played game five after you guys were tied 2-all?
3: Um, not really. I mean, yeah, every series is different. Um, but I do like our mindset. I do, I, I do like the way that we know how we want to attack and what we, how we want to approach the game. So that's the number one thing. Um, but I forgot, I just want to give Pat Beverly a lot of credit. You know, Pat Beverly coming to the game um, defensively, you know, what he did for us, he just totally changed the game. So, um, you know, a total team win. Marcus Moore's getting up to a great start. You know, Kawhi and PG doing their thing, but I thought Pat Beverly really did a great job of coming in and setting that tone for us defensively. So, um, you know, a total team win. Game power is going to be a little different. We know we're going to a hostile environment. We just got to keep our poise and try to get out to a good start early in the game.
5: Thanks, Tom. And Tom you can go ahead and take the last question. Hey, Ty, congrats on the win.
7: Um- Obviously, they're going to make shots. They weren't going to be that cold the entire game. But, like, is there any concern about them sort of gaining some confidence and getting a rhythm at the end of this game, heading into the next
3: game at all? Not at all. I mean, because they're going to play the same way regardless. They're going to shoot a lot of threes. That's what they do, you know. Um, So, they're going to attempt a lot of threes, and we understand that. So, the biggest thing for me and for our team is just understand they're going to make some tough ones. We know we got to pay a lot of attention to Donovan. Um, who's creating a lot of stuff for them. But you got to pick and choose and, you know, turn our defense. If we want to blitz or switch blitz or if we want to just guard them head up. So, you know, we guys need to have a feel for the game. And they're going to make some shots. When you double-team someone, some, you're going to leave someone open. And um, I just thought we did a good job, you know, 17-42, um, you know, so as many as they shoot, that's not too many. So we'll be okay. As long as we keep making our shots, I think we'll be fine.
0: There's Clipper head coach Tyron Lue. Now here is Kawhi Leonard, and you know, he gets he gets asked about some of the uh, <laughs> some of the negative stuff. And I don't even know what's going on in the outside world. Doesn't know what people are saying. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, unbelievable. Here he is. Just wanted to ask about the status of your knee. You sat out the final five twenty five of that
6: game. Uh, how's your knee doing? Good. You said good. Yeah. Next question. Um, it, it seemed like you guys really prioritized um, attacking mismatches, especially in games three and four. Uh, what did you guys see from the games one and two film that really allowed you to exploit that in games three and four?
8: I think we've been doing it the whole series. Um, I mean, you probably get to see uh, see it working now because guys are making shots. Um, but you have been pretty much doing it the whole series.
0: Thanks, Tomer. Go to Cam. Hey, Kawhi. Um, I, I
3: likened you guys to counter-punchers. Um, in round one, you guys took a couple shots from Mavericks this series, you take a couple shots. But tonight, you guys jumped all over these guys. How do you um, bottle this up and carry the same mindset into Utah for Game 5?
8: So it's a competition. Um, you know, somebody got to win a game, and We got to go out with a mindset trying to win. Um, you know, it's that simple. Uh, out there, play as, hard, play as hard as possible. Play smart. And, uh, you know, shoot the ball with confidence and, you know, see what the results are at the end of the game.
4: Thanks, Chief. Let's go to Ramona. Hey, Kawhi. Um, hey, I know you're not on social media and you don't get into that kind of stuff, but do you have, do you have any sense of the reaction, that the like, dunks that you have there in, the, in this game or the block you had on Bogdanovich in, this, in the second half? Do you have any reaction of, <laughs> a sense of the reaction that gets on, on social media or just even around the league? I know Joel Embiid was watching your dunk
8: as he was doing his press conference and sort of stopped and looked up and, and said, oh, wow. I mean, no, I, don't, I don't get to see the reaction of uh, you know what's on the web or social media or whatever. Um, but uh, I mean, Zoo showed me uh, a clip of Embiid uh, um, talking, and um, yeah, that, that's the only thing I got from it. But um, you know, during the game, um, in the heat of the moment, um, you know, I, I know it's I know it's a big play, but you know, gotta have that next play mentality because uh, right after that. Um, I think Joe Ingles came down and hit a three, uh, pretty wide open in that corner. So, um, you know, we got, we got, we still got room um, for improvement.
0: Thanks, Quiet. Thanks, go to home.
6: Quiet. What would you guys say? You guys have found in these last two games that you might not have done enough of in Utah that you're taking back to Utah this time.
8: Um. You know, I just think, I think we kind of made shots here, um, you know, game three and four, um, you know, just
9: got some, got some games on our belt pretty much, um, you know, coming
8: out of the Dallas series, you know, it's a different team, different vibe, uh, a better team
9: and, uh, yeah, um, we just gotta, you know, see what we've been doing
8: these last couple games and, you know, just keep moving forward, um,
5: i got to watch and talk to the guys and see what we need to do. Thanks. All. I'm going to go over the Law. Kawhi,
4: uh has been harping on starting these games better, and that was a special first quarter, only 13 points allowed. They didn't hit their first three until, like, last minute. Uh, what, what was the? What do you think is the key to that first quarter, and how do you kind of take that on the road? With you?
8: Um just knowing what we need to do, um, being locked into the game, playing. Um, you know, I think think they move the ball. They got some open
0: looks. Uh, they missed some shots. But guys are just playing hard in that first quarter. Thanks, Lo. We'll go to Andrew.
4: Hey, Kawhi. By, by the same token, uh, Ty I said yesterday that all championship teams he knows – are excellent coming out of third quarters, coming into out of halftime into third quarters, having made adjustments and executing them. That's kind of been the quarter that still is some, somewhere that uh, trips you guys up. What, what do you feel like you guys have to go to have fix that hurdle too? Um, just coming up with a better mindset than the other team, pretty much. Um, I think we had a decent uh, third quarter last game. Um,
5: just just having a better mindset. Um, that's it. That's all we could do. Uh, come out with more energy, uh, better focus in the other team. Thanks, Andrew. We've got time for one more. Go to Heather.
4: Hey, Kawhi. Um, You know, earlier on, you guys faced a lot of criticism um, falling behind 2 0 against the Mavs in the first round and 2 0 to the Jazz in this round. Um, what turned it up for you guys? And um,
2: also, this would be your first trip to the Western Conference Finals in franchise history for the Clippers. What would it mean to you
4: and the organization to advance?
8: I don't care about the Western Conference Finals. I'm trying to win a championship. Um, I mean, obviously this is that's the next step, but I'm not even looking at that. So I don't even know we took to criticism. Um, I don't know what's going on in the outside world.
0: There's Kawhi Leonard. He and Paul George, both 31 points in this game. Marcus Morris also coming alive, 5 of 6 from 3. He didn't get to 30, but he got over 20. Gave him a big third score and uh, dropped the line about his twin brother not wanting to come to Utah. I don't know many people want to come to Utah. You'll hear that coming up. Here's Morris. Well, what are you guys seeing from Pat out there? You know, he, four blocks tonight, and it seems like he's really aggressive, pick-and-roll defense, coming around those screens, and rearview contesting. You know, first of all, you know, just his leadership. Um... How vocal he is, how locked in he is. Um, for a guy that hasn't that didn't play in the first first
2: round, to still be that locked in and still be very helpful for the team, if he's playing or not playing, you know that shows a lot of, uh, about his character. And um, you know he's just playing, you know playing with tremendous energy, um, very vocal, and you know one of the leaders on our team.
4: Thanks, and Nick Hamilton.
2: Hey, Marcus, congrats on the win. Uh, did anything change for you in the last couple of games? It seemed like you really found your vibe, you found your energy and your stroke tonight on the floor, especially in the first half. I mean, you makes me miss something. You no, know, it's just game by game, man. It's, just, it's the playoffs and, you know, I'm, I'm just you know, staying in the moment. uh trying to be big for my team, but you know, in basketball, man, you're going to get hot and you know you to get some shots, but you know, it's about, you know, staying level and not getting too, you know, too down to yourself and you know, just continue to go forward. And if I miss shots, hey, man, I'm just do something else on the court that's going to show my impact. So uh, it's not all about, you know, just making threes, but, you know, just being a presence out there for my team. Some games present, you know, different
4: things. Thanks. over to Miriam. Marcus, any chance Barkeep is going to come with you guys to Utah? Uh, no,
2: he won't be coming to Utah. He's... I don't know anybody that want to go to Utah. <laughs> so you
4: know,
2: uh, he's just going. you going. going to stick it out here in L.A. And you know, we'll see him when we come back.
4: Right on. And then, just can I ask about like your teammates and Ty, and sort of like the last few games? Sounds like they kind of kept on you and try to you know, keep your spirits up or whatever. Go against, um What was that like? <laughs>
2: uh, you know, it really wasn't too much. Uh, you know, anytime you you know. Uh, Guys, you know, aren't making it, you know, the normal shots. You know, you say a little one or two things, but you know, it wasn't really it wasn't really a lot. Um, you know, I work hard on myself, and I, you know, I put a lot on my game, a lot on my uh, on my experience. So, um, you know, like I said, man, Mr. Make, I'm still in it, and you know, I'm not gonna keep missing. I'll tell you that. Uh, thank you so much, man. Thanks. Go over to Andrew. <laughs> hey,
4: Marcus, congrats. Um, you know, a lot's been made of this team's resolve to come back now, two games down to tied in two rounds. Um, Ty has talked a lot about how he feels like this was built during the regular season, playing through injuries and playing well. other you kind of look back now in the regular season or even the playoffs, are there other moments you feel like kind of predicted how this might happen, this this team's uh, resilience would come through? No,
2: definitely. You know, we, you know we've been playing injured all year. We had guys not to line up. Uh, but the best thing about our team is our depth. And I think that shows how you know, we got really 11 and 12, maybe 13 guys we can throw. You know, we can throw in there and guys are ready. Um, so, you know, that's that's what we've been hanging out. You know, our head on is our depth all season is coming to help us. We um, really need it the most. Thank you.
4: Thanks, Andrew. Go over to home. And
6: hey, Marcus, what – what did you guys find in these last two games that you didn't have in
1: Utah that you'll be taking with you to Utah?
2: You know, once you watch film and, you, you know, kind of break down what the other team's doing, you know, it uh, helps a lot. You know, we always say this, you know, this is just not checkers. Um, you know, it's about, you know, critiquing the game and figuring out what, you know, what works for us. And, you know, like I said, every every series is going to, series is going to present something different. And, you know, we both took care care of business at home. And now, you know, it's going to be the first one to, you know, hopefully win a game on the road for us anyway.
5: Thanks. Go over to Law.
4: Marcus, I wanted to know, with Nick playing more at the five, uh, obviously not as many minutes with a two-big, like, zoo, How's that taken a how, – how have you kind of adjusted to that physically? Um, You know, banging with Gobert, being, being that guy on the, the low man, like how have you been able to adjust to that over the course of the series? For
2: well, me personally, uh, playing the five. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, a lot of cold tubbing, uh, a lot of massages, things like that. You know, I'm up for the challenge, man. You? you know, I, I can guard, you know, one through five, and I think that's the best. You know, best thing about our team outside of you know our depth is our versatility. Um, the playoff season with a true big, and then into the playoffs and go small. Uh, that's a test to our team, and you know we're doing it well. We pick it up well, and you know we're running it.
5: Thanks. We got time for one more. thing from David.
7: Hey Marcus, congrats for the win. Um, I'm curious about how the team has changed with Kawhi and PG now taking more a playmaking role. Compared
2: to maybe the regular season. In the regular season, regular season, you know, these guys understand that you know we need them. Uh, we need them to be the head of the snake and, and be super aggressive, miss or make, and you know we go as they go, and they understand that. And um, you know, guys has just been you know picking up the slack behind me, Reggie, you know Batum. Guys is coming off the bench, has been playing really well for us. Um, But, you know, those guys, you know, those are leaders. And, you know, we go as they go. And and they understand that. And, you know, they've been doing a great job of, you know, just attacking and and finding an open man when need be. But, you know, knowing where they
0: need to be super aggressive. There's Marcus Morris Sr. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, the best of the Jazz post game show. Stay with us.
1: Fires an off-balance three. He hit it. He hit it. He hit it. We ready for war. Never back down. Give me some more. Joey. The series is all tied up at 2. Oh, God, it it. Our Utah Jazz are back at home to host the Clippers in Game 5. Tomorrow, the Jazz Live pregame show kicks off at 7 with tip-off at 8 on your home for Utah Jazz basketball. Rise, fire, back down. splash. 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
0: Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. The Utah Jazz get beat in L.A. The Clippers have tied the series at two games apiece, and it is time for the best of the postgame show. It's
5: your jazz recap here on DJ and PK on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Series all tied up at two games apiece. Jake Scott with you. The Jazz lost last night in L.A. to the Clippers, 118-104. to 104. Donovan Mitchell led the way with 37 points for the Jazz Dug themselves a big time hole in the first quarter, being outscored in the first 30 to 13. That They played catch up uh, pretty much for the rest of the game. Uh, Joe Ingles had 19. Bogdanovich had 18. Rudy Gobert with 11. Eight boards and a block. Uh, but uh, Jazz got next to nothing. 11 total points coming in off the bench. Eight from Jordan Clarkson. Not enough. Clippers get 31 apiece from Kawhi and Paul George. Marcus Moyner, senior, pours in 24 with some red hot shooting. Let's get some post game sound going let's start things off with jazz head coach quinn snyder
10: hey q so uh the tnt cameras caught you early telling uh the players that they were in their own heads on offense and everything would be okay if you could just string together some stops defensively what did you feel like was kind of the main issue on that end of the court uh, especially early on i think
6: really one of the the first couple of possessions, we actually had some good defensive possessions, but we gave up second chance points. We gave up, you know, a couple offensive rebounds, which I think are deflating. And then, you know, a lot of times when you're struggling on offense, I've I've said this, you know, for our team, if we can get stops, it, you know, allows us to find some rhythm in transition. Um, You know, but we... We were playing hard. We, we were we were competing. We just we, we weren't playing. Um, I say we weren't playing smart, and that we we weren't connected. And yeah. you know, I th- that that showed with you know with the 13 point first quarter that um, you know, we were trying to attack, but you know we we weren't attacking as much. Um, we weren't putting ourselves in situations where you know, we could have success. And I, I think, you know, again, the, the defense can can cover up for that to an extent uh, and allow you to, you know, to, to sputter a little bit offensively. But, you know, in this case, we were, we were giving up baskets too. And, and suddenly, you know, you've got a big deficit. You know, I, I, I like the fact that we continue to compete. You know, I, I think there's, you know, Obviously, you know, you you don't want to take a loss like this, but, um, you know, there's game five. And to the extent that, you know, we have to take some things that that we did do well as the game progressed and and try to replicate them. Um, And then look at things like, you know, giving a team 38 free throws. Um, You know, and the discipline that we have in that situation and making sure we're getting back and, not giving up offensive rebounds because it's hard to overcome those things you know you almost have to be perfect on the other end and we we weren't that either
9: Sarah Todd Deseret News
4: when you're mentioning the offensive rebounds what do you think was the biggest breakdown and the reason that the Clippers were able to kind of get their hands on
6: those well you know offensive rebound is you know I should say defensive rebounding is, is usually a collective, collective effort. Um, you know, a combination of just, you know, an initial awareness, and urgency. Um, I didn't, I didn't think we were as locked in on that. And then, you know, there's different types of rebounds, I and mean, particularly a lot of them, they were, they were chasing down, were going to the boards instead of going back to a body, and, and you know, essentially trying to make sure that they don't get it, as opposed to, you know any one of us getting the ball. So I have to look at, you know, look at the possessions. I'm sure there's, you know, there's a bunch of different things that, that happened, um, whether we got caught in a rotation or, or something along those lines. But, um, you know, the, the biggest thing is I think those those plays are really deflating. Um, you know, when you basically have gotten a stop and the team misses, then, you know, you allow them to get another shot. And usually those second shots are, you know, either around the rim um, or they end up being, you know, clean looks, and usually from three. And that that's what happened.
4: Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune.
6: Quinn Rudy only
4: got to 32 minutes tonight, and you know, some of that was definitely due to foul trouble. And I'm I'm just kind of curious. He he's played generally fewer minutes than other stars have, uh, maybe on other teams in in this year's playoffs. Do you feel like there's a minute target you're trying to get to with Rudy, or how are you approaching his minutes in 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 these playoffs?
6: Well. You know, Rudy's. You know, Rudy can be dominant when he's out there. He's. You know, he fouled out of one game this year. It happened to be in the playoffs. Um, you know, he's in foul trouble tonight. Uh, in, in a couple of the games where we've pulled people out, um, you know, he hasn't got. You know, minutes at the back end of a game. So, I. I there, no one has to kind of persuade me to play Rudy. Um, you know, we know how good he is and, and how much we need him. So, um, as I said, you know, the, the foul trouble is something that, you know, hurts us to not have him out there. And, you know, we, 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 we'd like to extend him. And we do and we'll continue to. And, you know, that's, you know, every game's got a little different flow to it. But, you know, obviously Rudy's someone that, you know, that, that we need on the floor.
5: There's Coach Quinn Snyder after his team's loss, 118-104 to 104 to the Clippers. Series now comes back for Game 5 in Salt Lake City. Let's hear from some of the players. Let's start off with Donovan Mitchell.
3: Uh, Donovan, did, did you, you know, given your struggles um, in the first half, offensively, especially in the first quarter, did you guys
4: find anything uh, in that second half offensively? And is that something that you can carry over to to game five? And how much, if the answer is yes,
7: how much was that you guys, and how much was that, um, how much was that uh, the, the Clippers? Um, I think we did find something. I think we we found a few things. And we started to introduce a few things, so we're kind of getting used to it. And they just were at a different level, you know, and couldn't buy a bucket, you know. And sometimes that's the, that's the case. But we got to continue to guard, I think, throughout. Uh, so for us, just coming in the second half and just understanding what we got to do and how we did it. And I think we found a few things that will that'll, that'll give us an advantage and, and get us to where we go. And we started being aggressive and started shooting as a whole. And, you know, that's why we cut it to, I think, 10 or 12 or whatever. So if we can just continue to that, this way we played in the second half and the first, you know, and come out in game five and be ready, um, I think we'll be in good shape. But we also got a guard too.
9: Ben and Anderson, KSLSports.com.
5: Donovan, along those lines, you said after game three, you know, they threw something different at you and that was the difficulty to start the game. You had difficulties again to start this game. Did they throw anything different or was it the same thing and you just couldn't no, solve it? It
7: was, it was the same thing. We just, I think we just, we, we panicked. I wouldn't say panic. We, we kind of got into the lane and, you know, those turnovers I had worn the careless ones, you know, where we're not thinking because we've been thinking, you know, and doing our thing. We knew what was coming. We knew how they were going to do it, but, uh, I think we, we shot ourselves in the foot a few times with the turnovers, and that's what really kind of played into there. But now they're playing in the transition as opposed to playing in half court and guys getting the rhythm. So for us, I think, you know, we saw the same thing we saw in game three. We understood it. We got the spacing right, and we got everything right in the second half. Um, but now we've got to go out there and defend. And when you allow a team to kind of get out in transition, get going early, you know, it's tough to come back from that. But we fought and competed, and we'll look at the film and get ready for game five.
9: Eric
10: Walden, Salt Lake, Utah. Don, the Clippers uh, have eighteen to one advantage in second chance points, twelve to zero in fast break points. What can you guys do to kind of generate some some easier buckets at this point, and and to keep them off the glass? Because it seems like those have kind of been consistent themes throughout the series.
7: Um, well, we got to get you know it's tough in getting long rebounds, and you know start the game. Kawhi started off with a second chance point three. You know, and then he sees the ball go in and he's an elite scorer. So, like, you know, stuff like that gets guys going, gets guys on their team going and, you know, all the way down to Zubac at the end getting the tip out. You know, we just got to go out there and just execute in that, in that sense. Um, I think that's the biggest thing for us, and we haven't done that yet. Um, we've gotten two wins. We, you know, we haven't necessarily done it, but we can we can be better at it and we know that and we got to make that a point of emphasis, you know, and then also our turnovers leads at their transition points and when you see the ball go in and transition, you know, it's easy to kind of get going. You know, they had three guys and 20 points or more, I believe. Yeah, like they, they got going, you know, and you can't let a team like that get going in that sense because, you know, they're they're lethal and um, we just got to do a better job. Chris Osaltos, Sport DNA
9: out of Greece. Hey, Donovan. I'd like to ask you, what are the takeaways for your team of those two games in Los Angeles and what do you need to do in game
7: five to be the aggressors? Um, I think you said it. We have to be the aggressors. I think we have to come out. They've come out and hit first both times at home. And At the end of the day, they did what they were supposed to do. They they won two games in their home for They took care of home court. So did we. You know, it may not feel or look like, you know, it was it was... Like look like sorry, it may not look or feel that way, but that's what they were, that's what they were supposed to do. And we did the same thing. So now it's on us to go out there and be the aggressive, take be the aggressive, take care of home court and, and go from there. You know, and I think we, we were up 2-0. We felt like we could have got one we didn't, you know, and we gotta understand that it's just it's two two. Uh and we gotta go out there and the best out of three at this point.
9: Mark Medina, USA Today. Hey, Donovan, um, what's it been like carrying this workload without Mike in the lineup and how have you been holding up overall physically?
7: Um, It's been been different. Um, It's tough, you know. um, It's tough, you know, but, you know, that's the the job at hand. And, you know, we've done a great job as a group. We've we've tried to, you know, throw different looks and do different things, but... um, yeah, it's, it's tough, but it is what it is.
9: Rebecca Harlow, TNT. Donovan, there were times tonight where we heard Quinn Snyder saying that he felt like you guys were in your heads. You know, is that a fair assessment? And if that's the case for you, how do you get your guys going back to that place where you're just playing instinctually and, and, and trusting what you guys have been doing all year long?
7: Um, you know... I think the biggest thing is the way we played in the second half, you know, looking at that part of the film and understanding that that's who we are, that's what we do. And even mm-hmm. still, we didn't play a perfect half. So for us, I think being able to uh, take that half, look at it, and go back home with that same energy, I think is huge. And if we can go out there and do that, you know, it's a tale of two halves, the past two games for us. Um, we have to understand we got to put it together completely. We got to take care of home court. They came out and punched us in the face twice. We got to be ready for it.
5: There's Donovan Mitchell who had 37 points, five rebounds, five assists, and uh, did uh, did sound uh, somewhat optimistic about the the way the Jazz played in the second half, and they certainly did play better. Let's now hear from Boyan Bogdanovich.
10: Boyan, obviously, you guys got off to a rough start tonight. Can you kind of break down what were some of the biggest issues behind that?
9: I think that we didn't we didn't get out with a sense of urgency that we had the first first two games. <laughs> They hit a lot of a lot of lot of shots and, and we, we kinda we didn't distribute the ball in the, the first first quarter like we we supposed to they had a lot of a lot of easy, easy transition transition points of our, our turnovers or, or bad shots and then then on third quarter when we were down twenty or almost thirty we start to we started play with that sense of urgency that we are supposed to start in the first first quarter. David James, KUTV.
0: Bojan, how much is all of this shaking the uh, team's confidence? I mean, not at all. We got to,
9: we got to stay, stay connected, stay together. They did what I supposed to, supposed to do. They won two games at home. Now it's, now it's our turn to protect our home court. Josh Newman, Salt Lake Tribune. Boyan, as this series wears on, how much are you guys missing Mike right now just as a steadying presence? I mean, a lot of people don't even understand what, what he means for for our team and it's we are missing him big time but we show we show first two games that we we can play against them and we can we can beat them so like i said we are playing we are playing 82, 82 games for uh, for a reason so we got a home court advantage and, and we got to take advantage of that
4: sarah todd deseret news Boyan, well, when you when you guys started to, like you said, play with a little bit more urgency late in the game, and things started to kind of click, did you see anything happening that you could take into the next game?
9: I mean, of of course, we gotta we gotta watch the film, see see what we did wrong in a, in a, in the first quarter. Why they. Why they get that that big lead, and then uh, we gotta also see the third quarter and beginning of the fourth, the way we played, and then we moved the ball, and then also also we were way better getting back on transition defense. So so even they had like ten or fifteen free throws more, so they showed that showed that they were they were more aggressive team on the, on the floor. Maxime Lagorges, the free agent. How do you explain your difficulties with with uh, the shooting in the first half compared with the second? I mean, we were we couldn't we couldn't get a we couldn't get a stop, so we we, we needed to play against their half-court defense. They were trying to double Donovan, They throw a lot of lot of different defenses at, at him. So it's our it's our turn to, to step up and, and and play a little bit a little bit more aggressive as well. Follow
10: up from Eric Walden. Well, on speaking of that inability to get a stop early, just given you know how good a defensive team you guys have been all year, and then it seems like there have been you know several times early in these playoffs where you guys have struggled on that end. What do you attribute that to? What what needs to improve on the defensive end going forward?
9: I think that we got a our transition defense got to got to be better because we are cross matched o- offensively by them, and then we are when we are coming back to the defense, we are also cross-match, so we got to find our guy or, or, or talk more defensively. But like I said, I think that the first first quarter we didn't play well offensively. And like I said, we had a couple turnovers and, and bad shots and, and we allowed them to, to, to run. To run behind our our backs and, and have, a, have a easy easy buckets or easy shots.
5: There's Boyan Bogdanovich, 18 points on six of 12 shooting. Certainly had a better night in uh, Game Four than he did in Game Three. But alas, the Jazz fall to the Clippers. Let's now wrap up player sound by hearing from Rudy Gobert.
4: Rudy, what would you say? Is there anything you can point to that would the the main defensive problems in that especially that first quarter that first half?
11: Um, what am I looking at? Right.
6: Either
11: Um, I mean, I think it starts with our offense. You know, we uh, same in game three. You know, we when we turn it over or we take tough shots. You know, it's 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 hard for us to be able to to run back and set our defense and take advantage of that and. You know, and uh, we foul, we get in the bonus. I mean, they get in the bonus. We we don't communicate enough. So they, they we give a wide when threes or give playups or dunks. You know, and uh, and then they get going. And then when when it's half court, we do we do a good job guarding them. But they this you know we get stops. Oh, they they make some tough shots because they had they got that confidence and they're feeling good. So it's uh. I think it's kind of a, a cycle, you know. That we, when we when we play the right way offensively, we, we kind of break that cycle, and it's harder for them to to score on us. And we 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 set our defense.
9: Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune.
10: Rudy uh, Quinn was caught on camera saying to you guys early in the first half that you guys were in your own heads. Do you agree with that? And if so, how do you kind of? break that and, and get back to playing, you know, like you guys did in the second half consistently?
11: I mean, they, they, they came out really aggressive. And, uh, you know, we, uh, they kind of try for to force our guys to play one-on-one and make tough plays uh, in first quarter. And, you know, and they, they did a great job forcing us into tough shots or turn yeah. When we started to settle down a little bit, move the ball uh, from side to side, uh, use our bigs, like he, you know, it was a different game. And, you know, all of a sudden they, 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 they were fouling, we get getting to the line. Um, you know, we get threes, dunks. And, you know, it's, uh, it's the way we, we play, the way we've played uh, game one and game two. And, uh, you know, the that's jazz basketball, that's the way we want to play. So it's you know, we gotta give them credit, but at the same time it's on us to to be tougher mentally and to still execute and and get where we wanna get, you know, and where we wanna get should be is the rim first and, and then it opens up everything for everybody else, the threes and the, the either the big or the you know, joint fouls. And we've done that pretty well, you know, we've done that well in the second half.
9: Okay, we have time for one more. David James, KTV.
0: Rudy, Quinn talked about uh, the problems with second chance points, and uh, that goes to rebounding kind of the strength of your game. What can be done so you guys really control the backboards in Game 5?
11: I mean, it's, it's the same thing. You know, when, when they get an advantage and we, we get cross-match and, you know, and we kind of scrambling it. You know, they're able to get a, a good shot and, and the miss usually is the same for the rebound. We're scrambling on the rebounds. and, you know, it, it takes a team effort to really, uh, you know, stay, you know, keep playing, uh, not stop, not ball watch. And it starts with me and it starts with everybody else. You know, we, we got to make sure that we you know, we find somebody, uh, box out, and, and then, you know, they might get a few long ones, but uh, if we were to do that, you know, we're going to get most of the rebounds, and especially the 50-50 balls. You know, we, we know how important they are, and I think they got, they got most of them tonight.
5: There's Rudy Gobert, 11 points, eight rebounds, one block shot. Jazz lose to the Clips, 118 to 104. Next game coming up tomorrow night here in Salt Lake City. Game number five. Tip-off will be at 8 o'clock.
0: Pre-game coverage begins at 7. There's the post, best of the post-game show. When we come back, what is trending? All the headlines. Stay with us.